and brightest day and blackest night. All other podcasts tremble in fright. Losers cower before the power. Oranges lust and blues you can trust. Indigos feel and white ones heal. Yellow scare and green ones dare. That sapphire love and black hands glove will rock your foundation without hesitation. I'm Mark Marble, and this is the Lantern Cast. And yes, we're going to be talking about the Rocky IV Director's Cut. Rocky IV, Rocky vs. Drago. So, needless to say, which is kind of funny talking about a, like a 36-year-old movie, yes, there's going to be spoilers, since I will, even though, again, the assumption would be anybody who's listening to this is actually interested in finding out what the difference is between the theatrical cut and the new version that Sylvester Stallone put together. But nonetheless, in case you needed a spoiler warning, yes, I'll be talking about specifics of what makes this different versus the original. Now, I have a whole bunch of notes since I want to, when I'm recording by myself, I don't want to ramble as much as maybe I would normally. So I have notes to keep me on point. But as I made the notes, I started thinking probably before I even going into the chronological aspect of breaking this down, deal with the, probably what most people are the questions most people would want to ask, as in the parts of the film that they're curious to see how Stallone's changes affect. And that would be, number one, the fight scenes, and number two, the montages slash music, since that's pretty much, those are the things people tend to remember, especially about Rocky IV. I would say dealing with the fights, the fights are, in my opinion, in the new cut, the director's cut, are superior to the fights in the original cut. Both Actually, both Apollo and Rocky do better in round one. Rocky still gets pounded in round one, but he gets some good body shots in, which which lays the groundwork for his ultimate victory. So he definitely gets beaten pretty decisively in round one, but he gets some shots in. Apollo does much better in this recut version, which I think is more respectful for the character. He has a pretty good first round up until Drago hits him. And then he's in, he goes down in the first round, he gets up. He's able to survive the first round, even beginning the second round. He has a few more moments in the second round before the inevitable happens. But I think the fights overall are definitely better in this cut. I think they do a better... And we'll talk about the ending as I get there. But the reality is the they show the damage Rocky does to Drago in the 15th round. They, they do a better job at making it realistic of how and why Rocky won. Because again, using my classic term when we do movies... According to the novelization, 
The real reason Rocky knocked out Drago was because he broke his ribs. He just broke his ribs. He shattered his ribs in the 15th round after pounding them throughout the fight. So this cut of the movie reinforces that idea when you see all the body body shots that Drago takes, especially in the 15th round, and he takes a lot more solid shots to the head. But we'll get to the ending later on, clearly. But I'd say it's definitely a thumbs up for the fight scenes. Dealing with the music, the majority of the music remains the same. The funny thing is the, a song that I think a lot of people liked, I know I did, from the original soundtrack, The Sweetest Victory, which was never in the movie. That's actually in the movie now. It's in the beginning of the movie, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, Where how, the, the, how it differs. But after Rocky beats Clubber, and they get through that part of the prologue, if you will, they play The Sweetest Victory as it transitions into the credits of this cut. I, the Tiger, is still in the movie. It's just repositioned. So the only song now from the original Rocky Four soundtrack that is not in this movie is the Double or Nothing song which played with the robot because the whole robot gone there is no robot in the director's cut of rocky four other than that the music the vince DiCola score pretty much remains the same they do add some bill conti music which i appreciated into the movie it's mostly in background of scenes the montages remain essentially the same there are some additional scenes added in he also takes some liberties with the robert tepper no easy way out montage not because anything i think gets edited in it's just that he makes everything the rocky's thinking of basically everything but rocky driving is in black and white now which doesn't really work for me but the actual scenes and everything in the song everything remains the same so for people being people concerned that the soundtrack and the montages would be dramatically affected even the fight montage at the end between rocky and drago it's a little they add in some extra scenes but the, the montage mostly remains the same. And it is kind of funny. I'll mention this now. There is, I didn't catch it the first time because I saw it in the theater on Thursday. And then I did rent it because it's only $3.99 on Amazon Prime for two days. So I figured, let me rent it and then I'll watch. I'll watch it again a couple of times and then I can take my notes and, and also re-solidify how I felt about this cut of the movie. I noticed in the montage, probably about halfway through, as they're moving through the rounds, supposedly seven or eight, there's a scene that Stallone cuts into the montage, which if you look at the left-hand side of the screen, you can see in the upper left at one part when Rocky's working on Drago's body, that it definitely says round 15. So he cut a scene or snippet of, a, of the round 15 scene and, snuck, and stuck it into the body of uh, the fight montage. That's kind of disappointing that he that it's noticeable. If, if, if it wasn't noticeable, it'd be fine. But if you once you see it, you can't unsee it. But I would say overall, answering the questions about the, the fight, the fights and the montages slash music, if you were afraid it was going to dramatically change the movie, I would think you could rest easy on that. Now, so now let's break down the movie. And I'm hoping this won't be too long. I'm hoping it's going to be this whole thing will be maybe like 20, 25 minutes, a mini episode. So that let's talk about the very beginning of the movie is dramatically different. Actually, the beginning and the ending are dramatically different. The beginning, it's not just, oh, you know, the two the two fists smashing into each other. That's gone from the movie. And the Eye of the Tiger and seeing you know, the very end of the Rocky Clubber rematch. That's not how this movie begins. This And it actually, in the theater, it was quite jarring. Watching it at home, probably maybe once you get used to it, it's not as jarring. But it was in the theater. It seems like, what's going on here? The movie essentially begins with Rocky getting knocked out from Clubber. Quickly cuts to Rocky throwing his helmet at the statue, going into Mickey's gym meeting Apollo, 
and then deciding on that he's that he's going to train Rocky, and then you then you get into a, the end of the second round, beginning of the third round of the Clubber rematch, which makes sense narratively the way they wanted to do this because the first third of this movie, the fir- the first act is about the Apollo Rocky relationship. So I understand why they did it, but it was kind of interesting. So like I mentioned about the music, when Rocky beats uh, Clubber Lang. They play the sweetest victory instead of Eye of the Tiger, and that transitions to the Rocky IV, uh, Rocky versus Drago, and big bold letters going across the screen. Then the movie it focuses on Apollo right right off the bat, finding out you know the Drago's coming. So that's so, and that and then there's a lot there's a lot of talk about all the extra footage in this movie, and there is a lot of extra footage, but what you have to know is there's only there's only a few extra scenes. But there's a lot of extra takes that he cut into the movie and removed the original takes. Whether you think that works in every instance or not, it's going to be up to you. But that's a lot of what the new footage is. It's different takes from the same scenes and different inflections in the dialogue and things like that. He also cuts bits and pieces and puts them as voiceovers later on. Like you don't see any of the Apollo Rocky stuff before Apollo's fight, but you hear, but you kind of get, actually, you don't hear it, you see some of it in Rocky's mind when he's preparing to fight Drago, and just like Rocky saying to Adrian that, you know, to beat me, he's going to have to kill me, you don't see that in the movie, but you hear it, but you hear it as a voiceover later on, later on in the movie, so that, so that is a substantial difference just generally speaking i should point out this is a much more serious cut of the movie there is still some humor in the movie there is not as much of it part of that is because a lot of honestly a lot of paulie's time on screen is cut out because the whole robot subplot is gone there is he still has some funny lines but the reality is it's it's a much more serious take on the movie and that's something i i can appreciate because rocky four as i've stated before if you've listened to any of the episodes Ryan and I have done about like especially Creed 2. I like Rocky 4 but it's not one of my favorites. I think thematically, stylistically, it stands out like a sore thumb and it's the one that doesn't really work. As bad as Rocky 5 is based on the creative choices Stallone made, it still feels like a Rocky movie and some of the elements and themes you're dealing with are Rocky-like themes. The original Rocky 4 never felt like that to me. A glorified music video, I've said it before. Us versus them, revenge, things that are not really just Rocky-esque. So this cut still has some elements of that, but really plays up the seriousness of the Rocky-Apollo relationship. The It really actually does a good job at humanizing Drago more, which I think is a plus. When you get to the point at the movie, when at the very end, when Drago says, you know, I fight for me. They're, they do a good job subtly throughout this movie and this cut to make it clear that Drago, while he knows he's a puppet and he knows he's being used for, as a propaganda machine or by the propaganda machine, that he's not happy. And that's not why he's doing what he's doing. So the, the individualistic aspect of Drago is much more clear in this movie before you get to that. Subtle looks when he they ask him if he's they ask him in this cut whether you know he has any thoughts on the fight with Rocky he says no then the you know then his handler starts speaking for him and one of the reporter asks can Drago speak for himself and then Drago just subtly goes yes doesn't say anything else 
but says yes. And just different looks throughout the fight, the way he responds after beating Apollo, that, you know, the whole world will soon know my name, Drago, Drago, and the, the handle looks back and he sees him. And you get the elements that it makes it much more realistic that Drago not only has more hum- has more character, that what motivates him is a little more clear in this movie. Now, going hand in hand with that, Bridget Nielsen's role is diminished in this movie, which many people will say is good. Because I like a lot of people always question whether that was a really style, a true plot driven idea that Bridget Nielsen's character Ludmilla was going to have so much speaking time or whether that's just because she was married to Stallone at the time. Just like now you can question did he edit so much of her out because it fits the plot better not to have her or was there a little bit of personal reason to do it? Either way it works. It's not like she's not in the movie. It's not like she never has any of her lines. It's just that Drago says a little bit more and her role as a spokesperson is downplayed. So personally, I think that works. I mentioned the robot stuff being cut out. Paulie's role in the movie is is lessened. Rocky Jr.'s role in the movie is lessened. Is lessened, excuse me. The whole family stuff is lessened, except for Adrian. Adrian has a few more scenes which are relevant. You get more of a sense of doom from Adrian about this whole fight with Apollo. That she makes it clear to Rocky, you know, that you know Apollo thinks he's fighting for everyone and he thinks he's doing it for the right reasons, but he's wrong. It's just a publicity stunt. So she just has this kind of like this foreboding sense of what's going to happen and that's and that's clear in this movie another thing i really liked in this movie though again it doesn't really change dialogue in fact she loses some dialogue because in the original cut you had the marianne creed ludmilla drago conversation before the fight and that gets excised from this cut but you have a lot more of just looks of marianne that you see Marianne Creed a lot more in this movie. And for some reason, that really works for me. Seeing her react to different things, including the minute Drago hits Apollo the first time and she knows there's, this is serious, this is bad news. I do think just the subtle editing editing in of scenes of her in this cut really, really works for me. One of the things that really did bother me in this is that when you go back and you're trying to make like the definitive cut of a movie, you would think you would fix a, a glaring mistake. And maybe he left it in just because it's kind of like a joke at this point. But there's that scene right before Rock, excuse me, right before Apollo and Drago fight, when Dr- Apollo is going, "I want you, I want you," and he sh- and he's and he has his hand, I think his left hand, going towards the camera, and you can clearly see it's not wearing a glove at that point. I thought for sure I would have bet the mortgage he would have cut that scene out or 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 zoomed in or done something where you wouldn't have seen the ungloved hand since Apollo has his gloves on with the whole dance routine with James Brown and everything else, that he clearly has his gloves on, and yet that scene had no glove on. So you think they would have edited it out because it's a mistake. And I thought they were going to because you hear, I want you, I want you, and you, they're from a, kind of like faded from a distance, and you're still focusing in on Drago. But no, that mistake is still in the movie. So that that was a little, I could, I really couldn't believe that. Because it's like, oh, that's like an ed- it's such an editing snafu. I don't know how I made it through the first time, but not, but nonetheless, the funeral scene after Apollo, like I said, Apollo does much better in this fight. The exchange between Rocky and Apollo leading into the second round, I think it's it's a little more understandable why Rocky didn't pull the trigger. And he does have the towel. Technically, he's about ready to throw the, throw the towel when everything goes to hell. The funeral scene is much better. They give Tony Tony has a really nice speech. And Rocky's speech and very emotional, much better than what we got in the theatrical cut. The boxing commission scene, which was in the trailers for Rocky IV originally, that gets put back in 
it, it doesn't. It's good to have it in to understand why Rocky had to quote unquote give up the title to fight Drago. It doesn't change that much, but it's good to have it in, and that's one of the few full scenes that was never in the cut, never in the theatrical cut that was put into this movie. Like I said, there's lots of snippets, a lot of additional footage from scenes and different takes from scenes we already got. But there's also a scene between Rocky and Adrian when before Rocky's about to go to to Russia that is that wasn't in the movie before either. So there are a few little small scenes, but there aren't a lot of scenes. There's stuff cut out and just different takes put in. The, the, while most of the Rocky Jr. stuff is cut out, the, there's one really good conversation between Rocky and Rocky Jr. about that sometimes everybody is basically you're going to have to do something that's right for you that people aren't going to understand and they're going to try to tell you that it's wrong and talk you out of it but you have to do what's right for you since you have to what's you have to live with yourself so you have to do make the right choice for yourself that that was pretty powerful i i they cut out the whole aspect of rocky jr watching the fight on tv whether that was necessary or not i guess when you're trying trying to make a more serious cut of the movie i guess you can justify cutting that out but it was a little, I guess that was a little unexpected. But again, based on what he was going for here, I, I, I think I can, I can understand it. One thing that was interesting in, in the training that I guess makes more sense is when Rocky gets to the cabin and he's about to train in the original the theatrical cut. You have Paulie saying no sparring and Rocky just says, I don't think I need it anymore, Paulie. And this, it, you find out that originally... Tony had said, "When do the sparring partners arrive?" And and the Russian guy that drove him to the that drove them to the cabin kind of gets pissed and responds, and he says, "Uh, no, I don't know anything about that. It's like I've given you everything I was instructed to provide." And that's when Paulie says, "No sparring." So, so obviously, originally it was intended that they were supposed to have sparring partners. Tony thought they were going to have sparring partners. They were denied sparring partners, and that's why Rocky didn't seem to care. But it does make that dialogue for from Polly make more sense now you know we, we we head we head into the we head into the fight much of the fight remains the same this extra footage for, like i said that gets put in and makes rock rocky does rocky does better you get a lot more drago's personality even before the fight even after even after drago gets cut they change they obviously use different takes of things but i do like the fact that you see that uh as you know, his trainer is trying to give him a hard time, and, and and one of his immediate concerns is about his eyes. Like, how bad is my eye? So you can see that again. He's concentrated, concentrating on what needs to be done in himself and fighting, and not buying into all. You're embarrassing us. He's like, he doesn't give a crap. It's like, and then he, then he still does the stuff about you know, he's you know, Rocky fights like a beast. He's not human. He's like a piece of iron. So the majority of the fight goes the same. Now when you get to, when we get to the final round of the fight, that. Once Rocky tells, you know, come on, fight, and, and Drago hits him then, and Rocky then starts on wailing on him, that's when the majority of the 15th round is all Rocky. Drago gets a few good shots in to stem the tide, but Rocky really pounds him, pounds his ribs, pounds him to the head. So when he goes down, it's much more believable, and he's not getting up. In fact, there's only one brief second when it looks like he might get up, and then he's flat on his back. So the referee never counts to 10 which is questionable whether that's better or not. It makes it more of a decisive win, but the referee just waves off the fight, and that's and that's how it ends, the fight. When you get to the speech at the end, Rocky's speech is a lot more, I think it's a lot more realistic. He mentions Apollo in the speech about people changing. You see more reactions to it. What's also interesting is, based on the, the joke about Rocky ending the Cold War, 
doesn't quite go the same in this cut. You know, Gorbachev doesn't get up and applaud. Gorbachev and everybody else gets up to leave. And the fan, you know, everybody in the audience is still is applauding and everybody is happy and, and cheering Rocky and everything. But the Politburo and, and, and uh, Gorbachev don't applaud. They just get up and leave. And so that's a dramatic difference. And also there's a moment between Rocky and Drago at the end. Rocky goes over to the corner and you can't really see it because the ring's completely crowded. So you, you assume that, he, you know, he either, you know, you know tap, tap, tapped him on the shoulder or tapped his glove after they finally get Drago up, which takes a few because of the damage to his ribs. So it's a nice moment, which speaks volumes about Rocky. You can make the case maybe it doesn't fit as well with the Creed II narrative. But then again, that's Rocky being nice to Drago wouldn't mean Drago wouldn't be bitter about everything even in a way focusing in on rocky even though rocky is not the thing that obviously ruined his life after the fact it's the society that he lived in it's because he was ostracized and everything else and thrown to the wolves but it still might not change him from zeroing zeroing in on rocky as the focal point of his antagonism but i thought it was a nice moment it speaks volumes obviously about about rocky and then so they play the eye of the tiger at the end before they go back into Hearts on Fire in the credits. So that's essentially the Rocky IV director's cut, Rocky vs. Drago. I liked it. I think I like it more than I've watched it several times. There are things in the there are things in the theatrical cut that I think work better. There are some cuts, uh, um, some takes I should say that work better, and were and the inflection was better. But I think this is worthy. I think this makes I think it makes Rocky IV a more serious movie. And I think that helps because that was one of the flaws of Rocky IV, along with the fact that he killed Apollo that he never should have really. And finally, like after 36 years, Stallone, Stallone admits that, oh, yeah, if I, if, if I could go back or I, if I was doing this now, there's no way I'd kill Apollo. Well, like, yeah, no shit. You shouldn't have done it in 1985. I could have told you that as a kid in 1985. Killing Apollo was the wrong idea. But he makes the most serious and cut of this movie I think you could make. And it is cool to know that there was a lot of extra footage for this movie. There probably is a lot of extra footage from other Rocky movies. Stallone has admitted that, and it's it's logical, that getting the studio like MGM and everybody to sign off on doing this cut of this movie in particular, since this is the most popular one overall, from certainly from a box office perspective, it was an easier sell because they knew there was a built-in audience for it as opposed to maybe making a better cut of something, let's say, like Rocky V, which is not really loved. And you're counting on the nostalgia and the, and the love of the character to make people want to go see a hopefully better version of a movie they didn't like. So this was a good choice. So I was happy with it. I, my theater was packed when I went Thursday night to go see this. It didn't surprise me. I knew they had sold like close to 90 tickets even when I checked the night before. So I, w- I would certainly recommend, if you're a fan of Rocky IV or Rocky in general, I would recommend watching it. Now, if, if you're really... If you hold it up in super high esteem where you don't want to see any changes to it or you think almost anything's going to be blasphemy, then yeah, under those circumstances, I would say don't watch it because it's almost impossible for you to be happy then with the changes that are made in the movie. But I think overall it's worth watching, and especially if this is Stallone's definitive vision of what this movie, I was going to say should have been or could have been based on what was filmed. Obviously, you can't go back and redo it. That I think is worth checking out. It's only $3.99 on Prime to rent. I expected it to be much more. I just happened to notice it was $3.99 on Friday. So I said, well, you know what? Let me rent it for two days. I'll watch it at least three or four times and get my money's worth out of it. And then I'll be prepared to do this mini review. So I think that's it. If you have your thoughts or any thoughts you want to share on Rocky IV, the director's cut, any questions that 
stuff that I didn't go into that you want me to answer, feel free. Lanterncast at gmail.com, 708lantern. Just reach out to us, and that's pretty much it for now. If you've gotten this far, Jim Ford actually saw The Eternals, so if you're listening to this, the game plan as I'm recording this is that Jim and I will record an Eternals review sometime during the course of the week of the November 17th. And that should be the next release. And then probably after that, depending on Chad, maybe Last Ride. Uh, I know we were going to do a feedback episode that didn't work out based on, on his recording availability. So that might get pushed back now, might, might not. But either way, those are probably the things that are coming next. So that's going to be it. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Goodbye.